Welcome to St. James Lutheran Church in Chicago. My name is Pastor Joel Hess, and it's my privilege to talk about Jesus and the hope and the peace we have in Him. Uh, please enjoy the following message, and if you like, uh, support the mission of God here in this area by going to our webpage, stjames-lutheran.org. sins, rebuke him. If he repents, forgive him. If he sins against you seven times in a day, and seven times comes back to you and says, I repent, forgive him. The apostles said to the Lord, increase our faith. In the name of Jesus, amen. Forgiveness. It is a theme, it's a, uh, an action, it's a celebrated thing that uh, you'll find among all kinds of people. Not just a Christian idea, but forgiving people is central with all sorts of philosophies or ways of living. If you, you Google forgiveness, you're going to find all kinds of meaningful, you know, quick little blogs or suggestions or encouragement to forgive from all sources. You search for it, you're going, to find a, uh, you're going to find a psychologist saying how you're supposed to forgive. And uh, if you, you'll find a medical uh, advice on how forgiving is good for you. But what I've noticed is with all these, you know, uh, encouragements to forgive and all these articles about forgiveness, I've noticed a theme the last number of years in terms of forgiveness. It's always the same thing. The encouragement. The motivation. You should forgive people, is what people say. You should forgive people because it's good for you. Forgiving. It's healthy for you to forgive. You should forgive because they are renting a place in your head. Have you heard that? And so forgiving, you're going to be healthy or mentally, right, physically. You're going to let go of these things. It's almost kind of like get back at that person by forgiving. You're sort of empowering yourself by forgiving. But what I've noticed the last number of years now, even from Christian circles, that the benefit of forgiveness is ultimately who? Yourself. You should forgive because it'll make you feel better. I would say that's absolutely wrong. Now, is there a subsidiary benefit to forgiving that you do feel better? I, absolutely. But the motivation, the reason why you should forgive, the goal and purpose is not for your mental or physical health. Forgiving is giving something to someone, not yourself. Forgiving is something you do and give to the other, let alone an enemy. That's what forgiving is. <laughs> Jesus uh, says here, as uh, instructing his disciples in general, uh, but he, he says these are Michael Paps, and he, he talks about this a number of times. If your brother sins, rebuke him. If he repents, forgive him. Okay. If he sins against you seven times in a day, and seven times comes back to you and says, I repent, forgive him. And at this point, 
Not when Jesus does miracles. Not when he's feeding the 5,000. But it's at this point where Jesus says, forgive someone seven times in the same day. That the disciples say what? Lord, increase our faith. Like there's nothing more difficult as they saw it. As forgiving. That's what they're saying. This is crazy. This is hard to do. I need faith. And I don't have it. Think about what Christ is saying here. I mean, in your own reality, we kind of listen to that. We oftentimes listen to these things like, yeah, we should forgive. That's right. Yeah, we just move on. Jesus says the same person seven times in the same day doing the same thing comes back and says, I'm sorry. And you should forgive them. Can you do that? We barely, barely have the ability to forgive somebody once. Let alone seven times in the same day. Forgiveness is this. I think if you do say you can, this is because you don't understand forgiveness. First of all, we think forgiveness means I release it from me and I get to feel better. Wrong. That's not what forgiveness is. Second, we think forgiveness means forgetting. That's not what forgiveness is. Forgiveness is giving someone who hurts you something. And what are you giving them when you forgive? You are giving them a clean slate. You are giving them a promise that you are not going to treat them as guilty. That's what forgiveness means. Meaning you're not going to continually rub in that mistake in their face after you said, I forgive them. Forgiveness is not bringing it up again and again and again. Forgiveness is also, I'm not going to talk about it with others and complain about you. In my book, as far as anybody's concerned, if I say I forgive you, that means you're good with me. Is that, you understand? I want you to understand this. Forgiveness is that. It is not you feel good. It's not a feeling. It's not forgetting. It's an action that you give. Now, truly having this feeling of forgiveness, it's beautiful and it's good. And you pray about that. Forgiving does benefit you inside. Absolutely. All these things. Forgetting is healthy. It'd be nice to forget. Pray about that. But that's not, don't confuse that with forgiving. Forgiving is a giving thing. You are giving someone something. And it's not about you. It's a gift. And I would say, that's hard to do. How are you doing? I want you to think about this because I know that everyone out there has someone or people, or maybe you have a blacklist of uh, people at home sitting right now, you know. Think about these people. How's your forgiving going? And then Jesus says this. <laughs> Not only does he tell us to forgive, but he says seven times. The same person. Can you do it? That's hard. And why is that hard? That is hard for a number of reasons. It's hard because we are scared and we don't want to give someone that. We have to protect ourselves. We don't want to get hurt again. 
if we just forgive someone, he or she will just do it again. Does that make sense? So we don't, when people don't forgive, it's usually because they are afraid, they are insecure and scared to let something go. Because for some reason, that makes them feel unsafe and vulnerable. Does that make sense? Especially if you're talking about seven times. By the third time, you look dumber and dumber every time you forgive, right? And if people are watching you, they're like, I can't believe you forgave them again. And what's really funny is Peter was listening. Later on, Jesus kind of repeats the same thing. He's talking to them. And Peter just comes up and says, he's trying to, typical Peter, trying to brag. He says, Lord, how many times should we forgive somebody? And then he says, seven times? So he thinks he's going to make some points with Jesus, right? And Jesus says, what? Seven times 70. In other words, don't put a number on it. Of course, you guys are counting it up. What's seven times 70? You guys know, by the way, I hope, right? Sometimes 70 is. That's what we do. We count up. When do I have, when can I stop forgiving is what Peter's actually saying, right? When can I stop? How can I qualify this forgiveness? I need some reason, and I promise you after the sermon, someone's going to be like, well, pastor, what about this situation? What about this situation? What if they're not really sorry? That's what we do. Jesus speaks, and we immediately are thinking of, well, I don't know if I need to forget. We have all these qualifications. That's what the Pharisees did. All these little rules so that we can make ourselves feel righteous and explain why we don't forgive people. Well, I have good reason, Jesus. Typical. Repent. (laughs) Forgive. Over and over and over the same person. So we don't do this, we're scared to, because we live in fear, because we are the, we sometimes, even though we say we love God and God loves us, we live our lives as if we are the only ones that have our back, and we better watch out. But let me tell you, God has your back. You can let go. You can forgive. And second, why we don't forgive, and why we think it's crazy to forgive seven times in the same day, because we don't. I want to look like a sucker. Everybody's watching. Your friends and you're letting this person get away with this. And they're thinking you are a sucker. I can't believe you let that person go again. They're walking all over you. God forbid anybody has anybody walk all over them. It reminds me of a couple weeks ago. Uh, well, I guess it was been a month or so. My family... And I are traveling on the train there downtown or whatever, take the brown line and we're waiting. And this young lady comes up and looked very ragged and started to give all the, the good stories, right? Came in here looking for a job. I was, um, you know, ready to go. And, and then I got there and it turns out they didn't have the job for me and I was mugged. So he throws in the... She probably thinks that I think it's important that she wants to work. And then she throws in the mugging. So there's sympathy. And now uh, now I need some money to get back on the train and go back to mom. And then finally, my mom's in the hospital. So, right, you're all like, oh, yeah, I've heard that one before. Sure. And so I'm thinking about this and listening. She, she looked right. I mean, clearly, I, probably some kind of a drug situation or whatever. I gave her money. And as I'm giving her money afterwards, I'm thinking, these people on the train station are thinking, you know, that guy must not be a, he probably just moved here a year ago. (laughs) Right? Uh, What a sucker. 
Or if I had a collar on, you know, as, as a pastor, he's supposed to do that. But overall, I'm thinking, you know what, I, 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 I felt kind of dumb. I felt kind of like people are looking at me like, what an idiot, you know, he gave. What a sucker. And maybe she's thinking the same thing. What a sucker. I hope I meet him next week. And then it dawned on me that God's quite a sucker too. Because <laughs> he listens to your silly little sob stories all the time. Explaining away why you did this and that. Seven times in the same day. Have you ever been like that? Have you repented? Oh, Lord, oh, Lord, forgive me. I can't believe. And I'm not talking about last night, by the way, after drinking uh, at the Oktoberfest. <laughs> you know, made promises to change my life. Oh, Lord, help me to stop this. I just, I know it's bad. I, I, I shouldn't have sworn. I shouldn't have done this. Or I don't know. We all have deeper problems than that. Pledging allegiance to the Lord and forgive me. Just like that woman. And Jesus forgives. What a sucker. He's a sucker for a story. It's crazy. Why? Because he's just crazy in love. He loves you that much. Oh, what a sucker God is to look at humanity and look how we've made a mess of our lives in this world, etc. And yet instead of just flushing it all away, God is such a sucker. He comes down and takes on our flesh. And he dies in our place. What a sucker as they laughed at him <laughs> and nailed him there as he bled. What a foolish God. That's how crazy in love God is for us. And praise God, he's a sucker for us. He's a sucker for your tears. He's a sucker for your just absolute struggle. And he forgives and he forgives and he forgives. So you think he just forgives seven times? He forgives and he forgives infinitely. You can't outsin God's forgiving. And that, that's what empowers us and enables us to look like fools forgiving people. Because we don't need to be afraid because God's got our back. He took it to the cross. We are forgiven. And the more you just relish in that, the more generous you will be, not just with forgiveness, but with giving. Because if God would do something like that, he's going to take care of your physical needs and he's going to take care of your spiritual needs. So you can give it away. You can give it away. You can take a risk and give. You don't need to worry about it because we are forgiven. In Jesus' name, amen. <laughs>